Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Okay. Oh, okay. God, back at it. Fresh new week in front of us. Oh, God. it's a Monday. Everybody loves Monday because it's a fresh start. It's a do-over. That's right. The world is our oyster. That's right. You can, last week, that wasn't a good week, but now it's an opportunity to do better. Totally. Yeah. That's a pretty low bar because you and I were comparing notes from our weekends and uh, we both struggled, struggled to come up with things to do. You were just saying that uh, you did a world-class clean of your house. That's right. I started uh, early Saturday morning. It it was one of those things where I was like, ah, I'm just going to get the vacuum out. And like, I, oh, I hate my vacuum. Are we going to talk about vacuums? Sure. Yeah. Please go. Is this uh, the one that plugs into the wall of vacuum flow? Uh, Central Vac. Central Vac. Yeah, I have that, but it's a pain in the arse. There are certain areas where it doesn't quite reach, and then I have to go get the other vacuum to hit that little corner. But so it started with me vacuuming uh, on Saturday morning, and then it just spiraled into a world class cleanse of the entire house. There's very little less satisfying than spending an entire day cleaning a house, then looking at it, and then. I don't know. It, it, the satisfaction does not last as long as it should. No, because the like the main floor of my house is mostly hardwood, but the rest of the house is carpet. And then you, so it's like after I vacuum the carpet, I spend my life on the hardwood because I don't want to put footprints in the carpet sure. in the rest of the, that's normal, right? Yeah. You want to keep those clean lines, those yeah. vacuum lines. In the yeah. Carpet. And then like within an hour, it's like, did, you can't even tell that you vacuumed. But it's like, if for a fleeting moment, it felt like a brain. I didn't hate my house for 15 or 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. Yeah, the amount of work you put in to get that feeling, it's just not worth it. No, so that's why I'm going to live in squalor from this point forward. Yeah, maybe those hoarder people have it all figured out. Maybe they do. Maybe if you can't see the carpet, you don't worry about the carpet. Because I, I didn't do any better. Oh, what did I you had, do? I had a campfire in my backyard on Friday. Just you and your best girl? And a couple others. Okay. Oh, just so, sat around talking about Criminal Minds mostly. Oh, really? God, everyone loves that show. I uh, wish I could have been a part of that. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, but now I'm just starting to think, you know, Saturday at one point I was just spending, I, I spent a great deal of time just trying to think of something to do. I know. it's And it's that weird time of year, though, where it's still super nice out and you feel like you should be outside doing something, but there's nothing to be outside doing. There's nothing going on. You can only walk your dog so many times. And it's just, it gets you thinking about how much time we spend right now just trying to think of something to do. Like, how much time do you spend trying to find something to watch? Oh, I know. If I could have all the time back that I've spent 
watching 15 seconds of a Netflix, like, you know how it auto previews? I learned how to turn that off. Oh my God, there's a way to do that? Yeah. Oh, I need to turn that off. I hate that so much. Do it through your phone. Go into your phone Netflix uh, and there's an option in there to edit on your profile. And it'll turn it off on my TV as well? I learned this two days ago. Holy crap. It works on the TV as well. Why yes. does that irritate me so much? Because it's so loud. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know. I don't want to hear, I don't want to see 15 seconds of everything. No. It's just like, and then I end up scrolling by everything so fast so that I can, so I go past it before it starts rolling. The preview starts rolling. Yeah, yeah. Then it becomes a race. So if I could have back all the time I've spent vacuuming my dumb house and watching Netflix previews, I would have, I'd probably have four years of my life back. It would be depressing to learn how much time we've wasted. Oh, I know. Oh my God. What are we doing? So what else did you did? You had, what else did you do? You had your little backyard fire and talked about criminal minds. And that then was it. That was where it peaked. Yeah. I, and that was Friday night. That was Friday night. Wow. I couldn't think of anything Saturday. <laughs> Didn't do anything yesterday. Because then it was also super smoky. The smoke has not gone away. Well, and either. you were contributing to the smoke on Friday night with your backyard fire. It was a pretty roaring fire, so maybe the smoke is, was just me. Maybe. Do you not sometimes... I will never put a fire pit in my yard because I like sitting around a campfire when I'm camping. and But I would just be worried that if I had a fire pit in my yard, I would be irritating everybody around me because they'd be like, mm, smoke. Gross. Yeah, and the noise too. Yeah, were you guys loud? No, but you feel like you're being loud, even though you're probably not. What time were you out to out there till? About eleven. Okay, that's fine. About eleven, eleven thirty. Yeah, you don't want to be out there at two thirty or three o'clock in the morning talking at the top of your lungs. At one point, though, my best girl was spilling some of the hot neighborhood tea. Oh, what did she learn? Well, she was spilling it to these people who were with us, and I was oh. sitting there being, like, "Oh my god, our neighbor's windows are open." Oh Shut yeah. Shut up. Yeah, don't yell it. Yeah. <laughs> speak quietly. Yeah. Clench your jaw when you speak. Oh my God, they can hear us. Yeah. So that was really about it. And we just lived in smoke for the next two days. I did nothing. I walked over to my neighbor's house on Saturday night, had about 15 drinks, and then walked home. It wasn't quite 15, but... Felt like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Booze, am I right? Oh, at my neighbor's house, we were, you ready for this? Okay. We were playing Canasta. That's something I thought only people over the age of 80 did. Same with me. But my beautiful wife bought a couple of Canasta decks and printed out the rules, and we sat and figured out how to play Canasta. Uh, Was the juice worth a squeeze? Nope. It's not a game of skill. It's like Ramoli. We were playing Ramoli for a while there for nickels and dimes. That game is not a game of skill. It's pure luck. Canasta, pure luck. Wow. That's my review of two beloved games. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. You know who wouldn't care if I played Canasta? Who's that? People at Lube City. Oh, God, no. They just want you to be happy. They'd probably say, hey, we have a canasta night. Do you want to come? And I'd be like, yes. They would probably just learn the rules so you wouldn't have to play alone. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you need extra hands, they'll be there for you. Yeah, Lube City, they're just a good friend. They will do what they think you need. They will do. Most of the time, I'll say 99.9% of the time revolves around changing oil. Yeah, and other car fluids, but maybe Canasta could be involved. Yeah, they're empathetic. They understand what's going on in your life. And if that means, you know, changing your your oil filter and your oiler, oil, oil or um, 
learning a card game that your great grandparents played. <laughs> they will do both of those things. And you can find a location of Lube City quite easy. They're online, you know. LubeCity.ca. They have 27 Alberta locations. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Ding, 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 ding. That's the alarm bells. Oh, is that what that was? Uh huh. Oh. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Uh, I was thinking back to earlier this. Where was the story about the guys that dug the hole in the beach? It was in Ireland. In Ireland. So the story was this astronomer in Ireland was walking along the beach and found a perfect hole dug. And it went down like a foot or two. Like it was a pretty good hole in the beach. And he went, oh my God, a meteor hit. And he ran to the media and did TV interviews talking about the science behind it and explaining what happened. <laughs> and then video came out uh, from the day before or whatever that just showed. It was just two guys at the beach just digging with tiny plastic shovels. They just look like because I looked at the pictures because there's pictures of the two guys standing in the hole. It was just two friends having a great day at the beach. Yeah. No, they weren't trying to fool anyone. They just dug a hole at the beach. And but the, the astrologist, you know, took it to an 11 right away. He's like, I know exactly what this is. Oh, my God, meteors. He was wrong. Oh, man, that made me... I started thinking back to the one time I panicked prematurely and had to do the walk of shame back to my car. I was in Shamanus, British Columbia, uh, out there on the... Uh, it's where the... It's the birthplace of putting murals on walls of buildings. Ah. I think that's where it first happened. Wonderful. Shimane. It's a beautiful little town. And my uh, lovely wife and I were just standing there in a park staring out at the ocean. And there's this bunch of ships out on the inlet, the Strait of Georgia. And all of, some, all of a sudden, one of them, this huge barge full of logs, it just tipped over. And all the logs fell out, and I'm like, oh my God, call 911. That ship is overturning. Oh, the humanity. And that's when uh, one of the locals standing right next to me turned and said, that's how they unload logs. It's a tilting barge. It's fine. I was so humiliated. Full stop. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, as you were saying that, I just thought of one that I didn't quite go that far with it. No. But it happened. Last month, oh. I was in Austin, Texas. Yep. I was walking downtown and saw a car with no drive, a driverless car oh. <laughs> driving down the road. It was making a left-hand turn. And I was sitting there. I was stopped at a light. It was after a concert. So there was a ton of people around. And I was like, oh my God, there's no one driving that car. It's a runaway car. I'm like, there's no one driving that car. And no one else is even paying attention to it. I'm like, how am I the only person noticing nobody's oh. driving? And it turns out they just have driverless cabs. In Austin, yeah, and it's old news to everybody else. Oh. But I was so confused. And for the record, it made a perfectly safe left-hand turn. Yeah, man. Well, let's talk about that one time you uh, sounded the alarms, and uh, only to realize there was no emergency at all. My favorite one of all time yeah. is Leonardo DiCaprio. He was filming that movie down in Kananaskis. Oh yeah, yeah, the Revenant. Talk. He was talking about oh, climate change is real. And then, it very well it is. Yeah. It is real. But he was just like, oh, my God, climate change. It's right here. It was freezing cold one day and really warm the next day. Then people had to grab him and be like, that's a Chinook, pal. <laughs> that happens all the time. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Stories of that one time you totally sounded the alarm. And then in the end, there was no emergency at all. 
We uh, actually, this one, somebody sounded the alarm on this person. Uh, it says talking about sounding the alarm when one of the first Saw movies came out on DVD. My girlfriend and I were watching. The doorbell rang. It was the police. They had a report of a woman's screams coming from my house. I explained that we were watching a movie. I told the police that they were welcome to come in for a look around. They did. We all had a good laugh. I still don't know which neighbor called it in. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. We're just talking about that one time you're like, oh my God, and you freak out completely. And you realize that thing you were freaking out over is uh, nothing at all. Like when I thought I saw a ship sinking off the coast of Shemanis, British Columbia. Turns out, no, that's just how they dump logs into the ocean. <laughs> the whole ship tips over. All the logs fall out and it just boop, pops right back up again. That was embarrassing. I, I mean, it's hard to blame you on that one. If you're not a local, it would be very odd to witness for the first time. I know. I was just a kid from Saskatchewan. What did I know? Somebody said, oh, this is from Melissa. I was walking my dog down in the ravine, thought I saw a body hanging from a tree. The dog was also barking at whatever it was in the distance. It looked like there was somebody perhaps living there at some point with some personal items around the area. I called the police. They came. Turned out to just be an article of clothing hanging from a tree. There were like three police cars, lots of officers. I was so embarrassed. Melissa. Oh my God, I bet you officers have to deal with that sort of thing all the time where they're called out for what seems like an emergency and really it's just a pair of pants caught Uh, in a bush. Oh, I can relate to this one. Uh, When I first moved here to Edmonton, I was wandering down the street one night, saw what I thought was a chimney fire in the distance, so I called 911, started heading towards the house to tell the residents. It turned out it was a stack from across the river. It had been burning. In my defense, I had no idea what those are. It was a big flame, though. Bunch of trees in the night. Hmm. Do you know what they're talking about? Yeah, like on the east side of town. Where they do, what do you call that? They, I think they are just called flare stacks. Flare stacks, yeah. And then all of a sudden you'll see a giant flame shooting into the sky. Yeah. It is creepy. Yeah, and if you're, again, like you with those logs, like if you're not from here and you see that for the first time, you're like, oh! It might be confusing. How about you? Ever sounded the alarm bell? And then, you know, kind of had to skulk away, a little embarrassed. Do the walk out of the room backwards, that thing. Tell us your story. I like these. 10029. Some of them are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, oh, this one. You saw the penguin one, right? Yeah, the penguin one's awesome. I didn't really sound an alarm, but more like I thought I was losing it. I was at West Edmonton Mall early one day upstairs where the dress shops are. There weren't many people around. All of a sudden, a penguin comes waddling down the mall, appearing to be alone. No one else was even acknowledging the penguin. That'd be so confusing. What was in those brownies I ate? Oh my God. I wonder if they do just walk the penguins through the mall. I know they do that at, like, the Calgary Zoo. They famously take the penguins on a walk every day. I hope they do that at the mall. I hope so, too. Otherwise, how else are the penguins going to swim in savings? God, that'd be weird. You're trying on pants. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a penguin pokes its head under the door. Anything more adorable than a penguin just walking around? I don't think there is. No. No. Good luck beating that. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Some pretty funny stories coming in this morning. This one is kind of the reverse, though. I had a false alarm pulled on me once. 
I was walking my dog in the river valley when she poked herself in the mouth with a pointy stick. She was bleeding, so we went home. I took her to the vet right away. My dog was fine, but the next day my doorbell rang. There were two police officers standing there. Apparently, they followed the trail of blood right to my house. I explained what happened, offered to show them the vet bill, but they believed me. I thanked them for their vigilance, though, Laura. That would actually be, man, that'd be a great way to get even with your enemies, your romantic rivals, leave a trail of fake blood right to their doorway, then hide in the shrubs and, you know, just watch the show. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce, I was telling you backstage, I went out for a golf on Friday afternoon with my neighbor, Trevor. And uh, we went, first of all, have you ever been to Northern Bear? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've, I've golfed there a few times, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, I think Jack Nicholas designed that course. That clubhouse, like that's like something out of a TV show. That is spectacular. Uh, but I will also say I had the worst round of golf of my life. I lost, um, is this a safe place? No, but go on. I lost 19 balls. It was spectacular. Just an epic collapse from the very first drive, actually. So you can't even call it a collapse. Losing 19 balls Mm -hmm. in 18 holes. That's more than a ball a hole. Is incredibly impressive. (laughs) And a lot of golf balls down there, like, you know, they're several dollars per ball. Oh, yeah. That's an expensive round of golf. And it was so funny because I'm packing up my clubs in the garage on Friday afternoon, getting set to go, and... I think I put two or three sleeves of balls in there. And then I thought, nah, I'm going to grab a cup. I, by the end of that round, I was into the bottom of my bag. I had to find an old range ball for some reason. I had it in so I could finish that round of golf. It was brutal. Embarrassing, too. And when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the trenches like that. Oh, yeah. Those holes crawl by. Oh, yeah. You're like, are we almost done? You look, you're on hole four. Oh, my God. I stopped keeping track of my score after five. Yeah, that's a the bad The fifth day. hole, it's like, no, I'm not even... I've never in my life stopped keeping track of the score. Well, you know what they say about golf? What? It's played more between the ears than it is between fairways. Is that what they say? That's what I say. Oh, okay. No, I had no idea. But it was good. I wanted to give a shout out to... Uh, It was really busy out there, so we got paired up with a couple of other guys. Sheldon and Ryan. Now, those are guys you want to go golfing with. Sure. Yeah, they're good guys. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds amazing. 19 balls and 18 holes. That has to be... That has to be a record. It must be a record, right? Eh. Like, I would change that. I would knock 10 off of there. And even then, it's still... So I shouldn't be bragging about this? No. Oh. Even if you said you lost nine balls, people would be like, ooh, man, (laughs) that's a bad round. It was so bad. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm. Mystery candy.